Hello there, this is Duncan Fisher speaking to you from Outreach Studios. I know the best of the best when it comes to mech warriors on Solaris. And do you know who they talk about when it comes to digging your ass out of the fire when the shit hits the fan? Armed. The Australasian Royal Mechanized Division. These guys have been slugging it out since Gallipoli 1915. Only now they do it with a mech and a heavy Gauss rifle. So if you need to call in reinforcements to get the job done, or simply hire someone for some good old-fashioned payback, call on the professional team at ARM. They'll set the odds in your favor. For contracts and recruiting, turn your terminals to www.armed.net.au. That's spelt A-R-M-D dot net dot A-U. And remember, if you need to get even, get armed. Mechs, Devs, and Beer is recorded in front of a live studio audience and is an adult podcast containing adult language. Consider yourself warned. You're listening to the Gamecasting Broadcast Network. Live from Outreach Studios, you're listening to the Mechs, Devs, and Beer podcast, a No Guts, No Galaxy special featuring your hosts, Phil and Darren. Welcome to the No Guts, No Galaxy Mechs, Devs, and Beer podcast number six. My name is Phil, and I'm your host. It is January 10th, 2013. Well, my shout-out is going to go to two awesome individuals. I want to give a shout-out quickly to Adam and Dave, our web guys. Thank you guys on such good work. Thank you for busting your ass, getting everything up and running. I do appreciate it, and it looks great. Now get back to work. Darren? I would like to second Phil's uh, shout-out. This is Darren, a.k.a. Bombadil. But also, I'd like to give a shout-out to PGI, Roadhouse, and IGP for making 2012 a great year, and 2013 is only going to be better. Here, here. I mean, it's sort of, I don't know, we, we can always be negative in some right, but we finally have MechWarrior games. Like, it's only I know. taken 10 years. I mean, you know. These are good times we're living in. And yes. not just one. I not know, right? Just one. I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to what is right now, what's coming, and then in the future. I'm really excited. Hopefully, uh, you guys can get this IP back to its glory days because, God, we need it. We really do. And of course, welcome to our live studio audience. We appreciate you guys taking the time out of your days to come listen to us, jibber jabber, all that fun stuff, live and all. And, of course, to all of our new listeners out there, if you're just checking this out, again, check out our normal podcast, the NGNG podcast, and, of course, the comic strip and the YouTube videos, and, God, we all do a lot of stuff. stuff. We do a Indeed. lot of stuff, Darren. We do. And, keeping that in mind, we ask that you have, if you have the ability, go to our donations page, and, actually, it's not our donations page, it's just right on the front page, you see our little tip jar there, uh, super easy, just mouse over, you got some options, and uh, contribute if you can. If you can't contribute directly like that, but you are going to do some shopping, maybe you got some holiday money or gift cards or something like that, please click through our Amazon.com link on our website. Like I've mentioned before, it doesn't add anything to your total bill, but it does give us a little kickback, helps keep our uh, ship afloat and these episodes coming out and the new content as well. We have a lot of new ideas for 2013 and every little bit helps. And of course, our guest tonight is Chris Clarou, Clorox. He's actually been quite active with us. Twitch events throughout the week, weekends. This guy's addicted to MWO as well. I know, he's he's almost uh, one of the crew members now. Yeah, so 
Um, you know, what's nice about that, though, is someone working on a MechWarrior title is still involved with the franchise, too, not just in their, you know, product. And, I mean, I think that's really cool. And so, now, again, Chris, welcome back to the indeed, show. Indeed, welcome back. And, Chris, I wanted to ask you, you've been playing a lot of uh, MWO. I've seen you doing the Twitch events and uh, running with Phil. Do you have a favorite mech? What's what's uh, what's come out of all your recent play? <laughs> Oh wow! Um, well, first of all, thanks for having me again back to the show. I uh, I just love Mech Warrior. What can I say? Um, MWO. What have I been? I, I started with the Hunchback, and I was just going crazy with uh, you know seven laser configurations, MLs, and then I ended up buying uh, the Ilya and really just digging the Cataphract. Never played a Fract before, and uh, went crazy with the Ultra HC5s and uh, just ripping it up with that. I've been having a great time. Good man. I love the Cataphract. So, you know, by the way, last time we had you on the show is before, you know, the holidays and New Year. How was your holidays, and did you do anything special for New Year? Holidays were great. Um, had some kind of a little bit of downtime from work. Got to spend more time with my family. Uh, many animals were consumed uh, over the break. Uh, let me think. Special things? Hmm, I don't know. It's just pretty chill overall. I mean, went out, snowboarded for the first time in 20 years, didn't break anything. So all around ah, successful yes. victory. Another so. snowboarder. Sweet. Awesome. All right, another kudos. I was a snowboarder back when it was just a two by four and, you know, you tied some rope around your feet. Founder. He was a founder. I was. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Of course, uh, so in MechWare Tactics, and we're going to be diving in some pretty cool stuff today, uh, obviously the release of the Founder's information yesterday. In Tactics, though, thus far, what is your favorite battle mech to use? Oh, another good question. Well, we don't have Frax yet. Um, I think, what have I been running with? Been really, really partial to the awesome, uh, at least when I run stock configurations using the, um, uh, what is it, the, uh, uh, the Q. So get my PPCs up and run in. Um, but I got a, a kind of uh, co opted our lead artist configuration today. I saw him tromping around with a stalker and he had four PPCs and four flamers. I think he was testing something, but <laughs> it kind of stuck with me a little bit. So I may give that one a go and just, just go for maximum alpha strike damage and heat be damned. Wow. That sounds wrong. like an interesting configuration. Uh, flamers. All right. Moving on to obviously the questions we're going to have for you. Um, and today we're going to be talking about the founders package. You guys just went live uh, yesterday, but Maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. Maybe there's someone who's new to this whole idea. What is MechWare Tactics? Just really quick in a few words, uh, Chris. Oh, absolutely. So Tactics is a uh, it's a browser-based uh, game, turn-based, set in the MechWare universe that is heavily inspired by the BattleTech tabletop game. So if you ha- are a fan of BattleTech, uh, you will instantly grok... Uh, what we're trying to do with tactics, uh, kind of bring that tabletop feeling and experience into an online, free-to-play, uh, asynchronous, turn, turn-based turn uh, strategy game. So, and then on top of that, they got some really cool stuff, like that's uh, like collecting the car. So, like, obviously, Battletech, the card game, you, you collect it and you use those, and that's sort of the strategy you guys are going with, with stacks and cards and, you know, Which is really... Unlocks. 
Phil right up our alley. I mean, we were both, you know, big fans of the tabletop, fans of Mega Mac, fans of the card game. I mean, this is just wrapping everything up in one beautiful package. I just can't wait for more of this stuff. Oh, thanks for the compliment. Um, so really, yeah, it sums up in kind of three C's that we call them. It's the collect, customize, and conquer. So it's, you know, not to, to go on too long about that stuff, but it's a collectible game. As you said, you can collect, you, you can purchase or earn booster packs that uh, allow you to fully outfit uh, your various chassis, uh, customizable lances, customizable mechs, uh, and then you're going to throw those into the online arena where you can battle and challenge uh, other human players or go toe-to-toe with some AI opponents that we have for you. And then on top of that, I think you guys have some pretty ambitious uh, goals down the road that you're going to be releasing info, obviously. Um, but the one thing I really love about this, the, the one feature that is just sort of pipes out is like, you can start a match, me, me and Darren can be fighting each other, or I can be fighting AI, and I can close it at any time. And we can come back and just resume where we left off. Holy crap, that's like the biggest like Seriously, how many I had. Mega I know, how many Mega Mech matches have we not had because it doesn't have that functionality, at least easily. It's like gosh, if we're gonna do this campaign, it's gonna take us like days to finish. Well, okay, well when do you wanna meet? Well, now I've got a dentist appointment you know, like it's like really, really? Anyways, yeah. so Let's dive into, is there anything new uh, with MechWare Tactics other than the founders? Like, what's going on? How's development going? You know, um, what's yeah. new in 2013? Absolutely. Uh, so just before the holiday break, we did a pretty significant patch to our closed beta community um, that introduced direct challenges. Uh, so no longer were you required to look for random opponents. You could actually put in the uh, your you know desired opponent's commander ID, uh, challenge them directly. Directly, they get a notification, um, which was pretty key to deliver to not only for the game as a whole, but for the community because they I think they, they were really trying to create kind of a a bit of a meta game. They wanted to run some tournaments. They wanted to play against their friends. So I mean that was a pretty huge update. Uh, right before Christmas, uh, we you know tons and tons of bug fixes, server stability, um, server performance that we're always looking at. Um, you know little things that people that are, have played the game before were happy to see, like being able to to walk through dead mechs without your mech bugging up, um, uh, making sure that, yeah, oh, like I said, just changing some of the the user interface and to make it more streamlined uh, and try to increase the usability of all the in-game features and this is stuff that we're continually working and focusing on in 2013 as well we've got some pretty big stuff coming up for our next patch Um, and uh, just as an example in the uh, hopefully not too uh, far away future you know we've got some serious combat log improvements coming up to, so players can see kind of the effects of all their attacks and the damage. Oh, and, that is uh, awesome. We fixed ammo explosions, uh, specifically due to overheating. So when I saw uh, a Jenner explode today because it pushed a little bit too far and its SRM4 ammo just lit it up and cored it, it was just, I mean, it was awesome. I got goosebumps. Yeah, we, say. we specifically brought up combat logs previously, Phil. I mean, that's something that uh, we were really hoping you'd, you would be brought into the game, and that's well, going to be a lot of fun. It's one of those things, I don't think it's needed, but then for us players that like the table, I mean, and that's what made it great about Mega Mech, right? You, like, you do your things, then it's almost like a step-by-step, you know, process of, oh, okay, I shoot, 
the dice rolls. Oh, yeah, I got a hit. Oh, shit, look. It just set off, like, a chain reaction. And it isn't really, like, needed. Some people might just want to, like, browse over it. And usually, you know, even when we played Mega Mech, that's what we did. You know, we'd get down to the cool stuff, like, what really happened. But it's still nice to be able to see in order, you know, um, I guess what your your pilots did. And, of course, uh, I don't know. It's just one of those little... You know things that I like. Added and, bells and whistles. And on top of that, for those that may not be familiar with tactics, one of the things about this particular game is it uses the Unity engine, and it's browser-based. It isn't you download it; and it's on your computer's browser-based, so you can literally play it everywhere as long as you have a device that can run, um, you know, a browser and has the Unity plugin. So no more divide between Mac users and PC users. Right, we love yeah. you all. Love you that, all equally. <laughs> I was going to say, that line's starting to shift. Uh, that that could be a whole other podcast in itself. Some of the technology going out there right now, we're, we're seeing a big shift in, uh, I would say, hardware and developmental uh, process. Anyways, it's, now, it's we really have cool. touched on this in the past. We know it's not going to be really um, playable on the, the Droid uh, phones and the iPhones and so forth. But what about like some of the larger tablets? Somebody in the audience just asked. I know we've asked you this before. What is the situation on maybe some of the larger tablets? That's a good question. I mean, you know, looking at news recently, especially with the uh, the electronic show happening right now, you see all kinds of these, you know, super compact, touch-activated PC-type tablets. And honestly, I don't know the answer to that. Um, it really depends if that stuff will run the um, the Unity plugins that our game works on. And if well, that's the case... Them- then yeah, perhaps it would run on it. I I, I honestly don't know because we haven't kind of got any of that technology in to, to test it on. Yeah, we're really riding the the wave of new technology, so things can change month to month. Um, you know, that's I think an an awesome idea. If it can happen, then uh, I'm sure we'll have a lot of happy tablet users. All right, moving on to the founders information you guys released yesterday. I was super excited when it went live. We posted it up on our Facebook a little. Uh, had a little teaser the previous day and then of course what came out yesterday so let's dive into this first off this seems very 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 familiar to what mwo did now granted your guys's packages are a lot different because obviously your game's different but did you guys look at the success of uh mwo and you know i mean i'm sure the igp your publisher obviously was like yeah you know let's let's use this model worked really well that's where a lot of it comes from too is um you know the same publisher for both titles uh they wanted to run uh, kind of similar packages and we wanted to provide uh kind of some unique content for our game and make sure that players that wanted to support us through a founders uh package a purchase of that uh really got some really cool stuff that they can uh, use that's unique to the founders and then also a big part of it too is um, looking at both packages and I wanted to help differentiate tactics from other games that have founders packages because you know the Battletech universe is so rich and so diverse uh, I wanted players to feel as though they were part of that universe as a founder so that's kind of where the whole 7th Commando idea and wrapping it in this theme came from Okay, and with the 7th Commandos, there's a ton of history, by the way. If you just go to sarna.net, you can type in the little search area and read all about them. And actually, I recommend that you do so. Which I did, and previously hadn't really known anything about them, so that was a nice little read. 
And there's a ton of little units like that and all that info in Sarna. Again, it's a great resource. Um, actually, I think there was some articles that you guys linked or someone linked that was to Sarna. I thought that was really cool. That, uh, Anyways, so the Founders Package, if someone goes and purchases one of those, do they actually get the items like right now? So not right now. So what's happening uh, with the Founders, uh, the parts that you get is that you get for the closed beta the um, scrap grants like the currency grants uh, which are just kind of there for you to, to mess around with and those will be uh, reset and re-granted when the open beta switch flips on so don't worry about spending them right now um, we do do quite a, a bit of adjustments and, and whatnot during the course of closed beta so Everything that you purchase now in terms of currencies will be reset and regranted to you when you go open beta. Uh, but the actual content in terms of the mech warriors and the mechs themselves will be granted at a, a future date. Okay, sure. and then you've got basically three different tiers. You have veteran, elite, and legendary. And of course, uh, you know the veteran is $20, um, the elite is 50 and the legendary is 120 Now, each one has different items that you know the the player the contributor gets uh goes from mech warriors decals premium accounts all the way up to like mechs and those particular like the seventh commando decal skins you know two months premium all this stuff and of course i think the most important thing though is immediate beta access yes Yes. yes, absolutely. We've we've seen a, a fairly significant upswing in our uh, server load over the last 24 hours. So I'm glad to see that people are taking advantage of uh, that uh, that part of the founders package. Well, and I know I had a person yesterday when we were talking about, it and was, um, they were like, you know, I really wish I could play the game and get it free. Well, you know, I guess my retort is, and you know, obviously you guys are still in closed beta, and if you don't want to drop $20, which I can totally understand financially, some people don't want to spend money on games yet, especially in the bed, just wait. And, uh, but you know, it's the bonus. That's what the whole founders is. You're helping fund the game as well. And that's, you know, your incentive is you get these things and you help us, you know, financially. And I, I think that's a viable strategy. You guys are given a ton of content. Like someone just uh, mentioned, uh, estates 10,000 K C bills for a legendary package. That's 10 million C bills. Like that's a ton of cash. Um, and then all the other stuff. So. Oh, absolutely. And we want to make sure that there's value there for people that want to, uh, help invest in this game, uh, whether they were a, a closed beta member and a tester before, or they're brand new to the title. Um, we wanted to give people an opportunity. Uh, I mean, philosophically, the founders for us is an opportunity for our kind of our biggest fans to get in early, uh, invest in our game, what we're trying to do with it. And also for us, it's, it's kind of an engagement thing. We want players to we want to have a, a dialogue with our beta community. So if you're interested in, in seeing what the game's about, at any level, uh, come in. Uh, our beta forums are open, and there's people, uh, you know, there's lots of tons of awesome conversations going on right now about what the game is, what people want it to be, um, you know, bug reports, of course, but also it's uh, we want to have a kind of this continuous communication throughout closed beta, all the way through open beta, through, through the entire life cycle and lifespan of the game to uh, make it what the fans want it to be. And, uh, you know, as long as we're 
kind of you know continuing to make some money off of it and we can kind of support our dev costs that's what we want to do now i was going to say with the use of unity you guys have a pretty quick turnaround as far as iterations i mean i'm assuming uh from the development standpoint i mean unity is very uh user friendly and uh just from my own experience, I've realized that the pipelines are easy, and so I'm assuming turnaround is pretty quick for you guys. It's been really awesome uh, working with Unity so far. Um, if anybody, you know, our game is in, so we missed this point earlier, it's browser, but it's fully 3D. Um, looks amazing, got free camera, rotation, all the mechs are modeled uh, beautifully. Um, you know, Yeah, we, this isn't we, some Facebook Flash game, <laughs> no doubt about it. Yeah, we really, um, we really want to focus on the strengths that, uh, as you say, Phil, those pipelines provide us. And uh, now that we're, you know, if anybody's been monitoring our kind of our patch progress, we've been kind of, you know, it's been kind of cranking up the dial a little bit more. We want to get more content out to the our community. We want to get more feedback. We want to make sure that that, that loop is really tight um, and there's lots of dialogue and we're delivering the fixes that are important for the players to give us the best feedback. Another feature I thought that was really cool is you can actually have multiple matches going on at the same time. Is that correct? Like, is, I can start a match against uh, with one lance against an AI and another. Is that am I imagining things? Oh, you're certain. Uh, plum fairies dancing in your head. It's uh, another part of the core of tactics is it plays like mechs with friends if you can imagine a, a, an iPhone game that was entitled such, in such a way. Um, you can have multiple lances deployed into multiple asynchronous games. So if I have four mechs, my lance, I deploy it, I'm playing against Phil, uh, and then I have another lance, and I play against Darren. It's, you know, I could have a third, fourth, fifth, sixth lance. However many mechs I've managed to collect or earn, I can deploy all those and play independent matches, AI versus other players, whatever my preference is. And to expand on that, I mean, one game you could you could finish a whole match in a half an hour, or you could uh, with somebody that's maybe in another part of the country or world, you could take uh, you could spend a few minutes on it each day, and the whole match could take a week or something like that, right? Well, that's the um, that's the important part of tactics as well is like being able to as a player choose the time frame in which I have to respond with uh, another player. So I can set my turn timer to be 15 minutes, or I can set it to be 24 hours. And what that indicates is that when the first player in the match has submitted their turn, everybody else has that amount of time to respond. So from the point, like you and I could both be thinking about it for a little while, spend five minutes thinking about it, and then as soon as I click the submit button, you get a 15-minute warning that you had 15 minutes to submit your turn. It, it gets really hectic when you set it to a two-minute timer, and then it's like, oh my god, what did, i got to finish my turn before <laughs> I can actually do anything else. I was going to say, the, uh, one of the things you guys, um, the last big things we were, we were covering was your guys' customization, the way you were doing your, uh, the mechs as far as you have the different levels of customization based on the card type and uh, the levels of customization. And the one thing I think that'll surprise a ton of people is the amount and level and depth of customization i mean you're able to change the armor the weapons and the paint schemes the mech warrior the actual internal items as well like you can pretty much do everything with it and then there's visual changes every single time you put a different you know weapon it changes aesthetically what the mech looks like and pretty uh, much the most customization in a mech warrior game ever i would say yeah 
Yeah, I, I would. I hope say so. Yes, that would be awesome if we were to, if we did that. <laughs> I mean, I think I can honestly say right now that it is true because if you're able to change the, uh, you know, cockpit or the gyro or engine and obviously the actuators and and all of these little nuances, that's as much customization as far as a mech war game yes we have seen because mech 2 didn't have it mech 3 didn't have it uh, mech 4 doesn't have it um, yeah but can you customize the rivets that are holding the armor on that's what i want to know anodized rivets i'm writing that down right now <laughs> <laughs> that's the cool thing about uh tactics and the tabletop is the level of what you can really dive into if you want or you don't have to at all yeah i mean i've got a tech manual sitting on my desk all the whole time right and as a longtime fan of the tabletop stuff i really wanted to give players a a chance to kind of delve deep and have really a lot of fun in a garage but at the same time new players are often very intimidated by the amount of depth that you could provide uh in a fully customizable scenario so we do offer full customization we have uh totally empty mechs um now one thing that we are changing is that even mechs that have fully empty slots, um, we are giving them default armor just so that you can change the armor configuration and override it if you want, but it's important that players go into battle with some armor, and we were finding that it was often overlooked. So we're making sure that everybody comes with a, a little bit of uh, clothes on their mech, so to speak. Now, um, speaking of new players, we had somebody just ask in the uh, live studio audience here, what kind of training do you have or will you have or are you planning on having uh, in MWT? Excellent question. So for training, um, we're going through right now and developing our, our help system. Uh, which is in its current iteration kind of a, uh, an overlay that on any screen in game or in the front end you could click and it would outline kind of what all the actions and stuff are on the screen so it kind of uh, acts as a bit of a, a pointer system and kind of a page overlay. Um, we've got some internal discussions about uh, going on about what we can actually do in terms of uh, you know holding new players hands and, and walking through because the game itself is kind of a mid-core title in that it's not for totally uh, casual players and um, actually I'm finding that it's drifting kind of the depth in terms of hardcores. We, we can achieve that. Uh, but it definitely doesn't start on the casual side. So, now, would somebody be able to just jump into a match against AI and, and basically jump in the deep end and learn that way as well? Absolutely. Um, and we are going to have some specific scenarios in place in AI matches for players where they aren't getting knocked around really heavily by uh, AI players. So there's a, we're going to kind of ramp up that experience for players and give them a chance to, uh, you know, really learn the ropes and some of the nuances of our game. Uh, I guess another uh, thing is people are wondering about, like, tutorials. Um, you know, with the use of... It, it's one of those things can sometimes game developers skip over and, you know, maybe their game is in, easy enough to pick up on and stuff. But with the level of uh, detail, is that, is that something you guys are looking at as an in-game you know, tutorial to just walk through? Uh, absolutely. It's something that's been talked about. Um, usually those things are fairly expensive, uh, traditionally in terms of dev costs, because it's a lot of uh, pre-scripted things and it sits outside kind of the core game engine. Um, but we definitely are very, very cognizant of the process of teaching new players how to play the game. And we want to make sure that... Um, 
we communicate with all the new players that are coming in to our game right now and as part of closed beta, what are they getting stuck on? Uh, what do they not understand? What is not immediately um, uh, like uh, apparent to them? And because we all get so trapped in kind of our own little bubble and we're like, oh yeah, that totally makes sense. Don't worry about it. Uh, but really it's something that uh, a new player would totally get stuck on. And this being a social game, I think uh, that whole aspect also, you know, us maybe veterans of the Mech Warrior world and so forth, um, it, it, it's up to us also to bring people in, show them the ropes, teach them, and uh, add more people to the community. Uh, absolutely. And um, <laughs> we call them the Dirty 30. On the closed beta community, they were the first 30 uh, people that were handpicked from our forums, our pre-beta forums, and they were picked because they were already acting as the shepherds of new players and of our game. And not that we pick people that are like, oh my god, I love it, I love it, but these were people that had good and fair judgments and feedback and would help and guide new players without being asked. And that is really, uh, it kind of exploded on our forums. We have a very kind of mature uh, audience that's come in. They, they kill trolls on a daily basis. Um, and I want to just say, have a shout out to our volunteer mods on our server because they do an awesome job. And really, everybody's super friendly. And, you know, I encourage people to come and, and participate in our forums. Yeah, there is a dark side to the Battletech Mech Warrior community, but there's also a light side, and I, that's the side I appreciate definitely. I don't think it's just the Mech Warrior community. I think that's the internet in general. But yeah, another whole discussion topic. Um, one last uh, thing before we we move along is uh, what has been one of like the biggest development challenges so far for you personally? Um, hmm, that's a great question. Well. When you say development, I'm I'm assuming you mean kind of the whole product-wise uh, from yeah, a design perspective. Yeah, as far as like yeah. Uh, something you were trying to do with the Unity engine, or maybe an you know idea about the actual game design. What, what's been one of the biggest things and challenges for you with uh, Tactics? Well, from a design perspective, it was finding the things that I assumed that the BattleTech player community as it stands now, could do without in our game. Because we, again, it's a heavily inspired by, but not a direct translation of the Battletech tabletop game. So making kind of the hard calls to remove um, piloting skill, to remove falling down, um, to remove, at least at the beginning, melee attacks, uh, and all the things that come with that. It's, you know, those things can be considered to be very core to that experience, and I didn't, it's kind of, a, it was a really tough choice to um, balance that choice versus, uh, you know, all the other features we wanted to focus on and try to eliminate any kind of um, negative feelings in the community about removing those things. From a development standpoint, I think you just mentioned that those are things that may have to sit out and just wait. Um... So you can always implement stuff down the road when you guys uh, get a, you know, obviously the core gameplay is locked down. Absolutely, and we have a, a massive list, not not only internally, but a list that exists on our uh, or the forums from our community about features they want to see, features that we want to do, um, and you know the, the second hardest part. I'll just mention briefly is uh, not bursting at the seams and spoiling the surprise for players when we have a patch because it's usually things that they've been complaining about or talking about for a couple weeks that we've been working on for three or four weeks uh, that we're going to deliver to them and it's uh, it's nice to feel as though we've read their mind. I was going to say Chris um, obviously when you guys 
if someone gets into the closed beta, um, there will there will obviously be different section on the forums they can view and give feedback and stuff like that. So I'm assuming that as soon as someone purchases Founders, it's almost instant to get into the uh, closed beta. Like they'll get sent an email, accept, and boom, they're good to go. It looks like some of our uh, audience members have just done that. So I would say yes, yeah. Yay! Thank you. Uh, yes, it's it near instantaneous. Uh, if there are any hiccups in your purchase uh, or a delay that seems extra long, um, we are a experiencing uh, a decent amount of load uh, over the last 24 hours because of founders. Uh, but if it does seem extraordinarily long, you can contact support uh, through IGP and it'll take care of you, no problem. But it is and meant to be... Um, instantaneous and you won't get a key it's just it's flagged on your account automatically okay before we uh end the show what is is there anything you'd like to tell the audience and or people listening right now one last thing come and join us and have some fun um if you want to help shape what this game is going to be and give feedback on what it is already then i encourage you to come participate in our forums mwtactics.com and uh if you want to get on the closed beta check it out by all means you are more than can, welcome can someone challenge you to a match do you accept matches i will accept matches i clorox do it <laughs> there you yeah go. i'd like to, i'd like to second that um even if you just get the veterans package for 20 dollars, do that get in on this game help shape what this game is going to be i mean this there's so much potential here it's already you know beautiful and awesome but really there's so much that they want to add that we want to see in the game and it's up to us get in there get something get going all right, guys. Again, Chris, thank you again for being on the show. It's always a pleasure in you know just talking with you. I'm assuming, I'm assuming you'll probably end up being on another Twitch event um, with MWO, and as soon as we can, I'm sure we'll look at doing Twitch events with uh, Tactics. So I look forward to that day, and it doesn't seem to be too far off. I certainly hope not. And thank you very much, gentlemen. It's always a pleasure. Thank you. And of course, uh, guys, our, our Facebook, we've got uh, 2,253 likes. If you haven't liked us, go ahead and head over to our Facebook page right now. Give us a like. And of course, you can always check us out on Twitter. Uh, the cool thing is now with our website, too, which we just went live with last night, it ties into Twitter and automatically tweets. Yeah, that's I don't really it's auto tweet. It's auto tweet. Um, so there you have it. And of course, our YouTube channel, um, a lot of people were asking for the ride along videos. Give it a like, and uh, yeah, we'd appreciate it. Subscribe. And of course, thank you to everyone, our community, our staff members, Adam and Dave. Thank you so much for putting in the time for the website. We really do appreciate it. And uh, a lot of stuff will be coming down the pipeline in 2013 with No Guts and Galaxy. This was your local No Guts, No Galaxy, Mex Devs and Beer podcast. I hope you enjoyed tonight's show. This is Phil. And this is Darren. Until next time, Mech Warriors.
All right, let's get out of here. Feel your pain for the drinks, right? <laughs>